Welcome to the Nejai Chuan Podcast. My name is Isaac Kamins. This is a bi-weekly podcast where my friend Jess O'Brien and I discuss internal martial arts, qigong, and meditation. Uh, while we're on break, we're going to be releasing some uh, interviews that we did over the last year. Um, the full interviews are available on the Patreon, uh, but this is the first half of the interview. Uh, we released Eric Peters. You can find that um, back in the archives. Uh, this one is with uh, our good friend Lee Birkins. Uh, Lee's a martial artist, meditator, healer, fighter, soldier, veteran, and author of the book uh, Soldier's Heart, an Inspirational Memoir and Inquiry of War. Uh, Lee's been a huge influence on Jess and I over the years. He's a great friend, a really special human being, and a really knowledgeable dude. Um, he's going to go right into it and just talk about his training and his approach to training and martial arts and all that. So hope you enjoy it and thanks for listening. Well, let's back up. Why don't we just start and uh, why don't you tell us how you first, uh, how you first met him? Met Bruce. Well, I was in Boulder, Colorado, going to this university and I was studying some Tai Chi Chuan with one of uh, Chen Men Ching's uh, students, a mm. fellow by the name of Steve Katz. What year was this? Bruce, I think it was, yeah, 1979. All right. He showed up mm. and he was teaching in Denver. He had the school in Denver at 4th and Lincoln, but he would come up to Boulder and taught a class there. And there was only about a dozen of us in the class. The, it was basically at the time standing. I mean, we did a lot of standing and Bruce would come around and adjust us to line us up. And one of the first things to me, uh, when he lined me up and whatnot, uh, or I stood there, he goes, you're leaning backwards. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> leaning backwards. And he says, here, come over by the mirror. So I stand, get all aligned, and I turn and look in the mirror. I'm leaning backwards. <laughs> but that felt natural to me. Right. But not... Uh, so that was that little class in Boulder, and a lot of interesting things happened there. Uh, he basically taught uh, a Tai Chi form in Boulder, the, what the heck was it? the Shen Pan Ling form. Right. Okay, and of course, back then, I didn't understand internal work. No. I had so much tension at the time. But the form was what uh, I learned. I learned about two-thirds of it before I left. Uh, so he had the form. And we stood a lot, and we had what was called energy gates, but he didn't call it energy gates. I don't remember what he called it, but we had the three swings and uh, didn't have a spine stretch back then that I remember. Is that the core exercises? I, I don't know what they're – I probably, mm. but it wasn't called energy gates. Did uh, it have cloud hands? Uh, I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd been practicing before Bruce came there, say, with uh, the Chen Man Ching guy, doing uh, the 108 form and learn the sword form. Not, uh, yeah, one, of the, one day it was kind of funny. Uh, Bruce came to class and he goes, he started with me. He goes, okay, what do you want to do in the class today? 
And I said, I want to do phone work. He goes, okay. Then he went to the next guy. What do you want to do? Oh, I want to learn about this. The next guy. Oh, I want to learn about that. And after he went through about a dozen people, he goes, okay. He says, Lee, you practice form. You practice what you want. You practice what you want. And then he left. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't teach the class. <laughs> and one of the, one of my, uh, you know, I'm standing in some of the first classes and he's coming around adjusting people and he comes up to me and he goes, relax, relax. And I looked at, at him and I said, I am relaxed. <laughs> I actually thought I was, you know, <laughs> I kind of challenged him to the fact. Yeah. God damn it. And, uh, yeah, he was back then really interested in martial art more so, you know, than the health aspect. Mm-hmm. In the Denver class, those guys were learning Ching Yi and sparring down there. But Boulder, we didn't quite do that. But uh, Bruce would always demonstrate. And he wanted a demonstrator. And, of course, being a fighter, I'd jump right up there. <laughs> and I would try. I remember the first time he goes, here, punch me. And I thought, I'm going to take your fucking head off. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went right at him. And the next thing I knew, I was fucking going across the floor in a fucking knock. <laughs> so I was nobody else would volunteer for that so I'd get up there and uh, he was just slamming me all over the place and we had a lunch break and when we went out to lunch uh, some of the other people there was only one other martial artist a karate guy who wore his uniform in, into the class oh, but wow. they, they were we were sitting Uh-oh. there eating sitting there eating and one of the people go damn does he have insurance <laughs> and they asked me, why do you do that? Why do you let him do that? Uh, and I said, well, this is how I learn. I feel what he does to me. Yep. And somehow it transfers. Uh, he always said it was the best place to be in the room, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, feel the real thing. Uh, th- he did this one demonstration to this big guy who had the karate uniform on. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he had him, he had him, put his back against one of the pillars in the school. It was a elementary school and, or Bruce put his back against the pillar and he asked the karate guy, he said, Hey, can you make a knife for each hand? And the guy goes, yeah. And he goes, okay, come over here. And he put it right on his solar plexus. He says, I want you to push into me as hard as you can. And I assumed at the time that of course the guy couldn't push into him. But what happened when the guy sh- pushed his hand disappeared inside of Kumar. Whoa. <laughs> it blew my mind. I mean, instead of Bruce resisting the hand, his whole fucking hand went into him. Because you know how big Bruce is. His yeah. hand disappeared. And he asked the guy, he says, okay. The guy's got this crazy look on his face like, what the hell? And he goes, okay, I want you to move your fingers around. The guy oh. moves his fingers around and he goes, what do you feel? He goes, I feel your spine. Yep. And so I try to get push into myself and I get about an inch in. It was so sore. And I asked him, I said, teacher, how come when I push in on me, it hurts and I can't get my hand in there. He goes, Oh, it's only constricted. He says, you you know, you got a lot of stuff going on, but it was mind blowing with when he shoved his hand in that guy. And then he says, uh, pull your hand out. And the guy couldn't pull his hand out. <laughs> and then, of course, Bruce then released, you know, blew the guy's hand out of him. <laughs> that so kind of softness is weird. 
What's that? That softness is is unusual. I mean, it's hard to find. Even in the internal martial, martial arts world, not many people do that. <laughs> no, no. The idea of space inside yourself. And, you know, that comes from a level of relaxation in, in all the bodies to some degree. Because they, the idea now, you know, my practice after almost 40 years is uh, the spaciousness of mind and body. And space is a really cool thing. You know, in martial art for years, I would read about this emptiness. I had no idea what it was, but now I do. You know, I can experience emptiness. I can sit in emptiness. And one of the reasons I can move so fast with people is because I'm empty. And when you sit in that emptiness, it, that's, that idea of uh, my opponent moves first, but I arrive first. That's sort of what happens when you sit, in, when you can come from nothing. Well, that's the mind, no mind, right? The... Yes, yes, to a degree. That's what that is. Not, uh, you know, for years, I was always kind of interested why, uh, you know, going around to different study places with Kumar, especially in California, uh, as soon as Kumar's class was over, he and Craig and Bill would almost run to their car and jump into it to go see a Buddhist guy. Right. A meditator. And I always wonder why, why in the hell? They seemed really excited about going there. And uh, a few years later, I understood why. And this has to do with the nature of mind. Some of these Buddhist guys, they have this ability to show you your mind through what they do. Uh, it's called the pointing out instruction. Have you heard of that? The pointing out instruction. And what they do, they don't say shit. They just go into this drop into their mind and they're so good at it, it affects you and it takes you in. It's really trippy. So for years now, I've been hanging out with Buddhist teachers to get these pointing out instructions. And the way they teach, uh, one particular teacher I enjoy a bit is a guy named Sokni, T-S-O-K-N-Y-I. And he's over here in Crestone, Colorado. Uh, the one time I was in on Maui, it was Kurt, I, and Bruce, and we went up to Kaiya. Uh, uh, There's a little Buddhist temple up there, and this one guy named Kentrell was given a little class, and he was going to do the pointing out instructions. And there was only about ten of us in there in a small room. Everybody relaxed, and Kentrell said, okay, well, I'm going to do it now. And what you do, you just go into a meditative state of space, of awareness. You're not meditating on anything. You're just sitting in your awareness, and you're aware of your awareness. And so we were sitting there, and Kurt was alongside of me, and Kentrell did the pointing out instruction. It was amazing. I, I'll never forget it. All of a sudden... I was in space, it was quiet and still, and my heart was just alive. It was amazing. And simultaneously, Kurt and I looked at each other. We didn't say anything, but we basically were saying, holy fuck. <laughs> Kurt's a good so, guy. 
And yeah, yeah, I was talking to him the other day. Uh, so when I first started Tai Chi and you guys, the first thing I heard was the mind moves the chi, the mm. chi moves the body. And I used to think, what freaking mind are they talking about? I have so many of them. I mean, I got a mind that thinks, I got a mind that calculates, I got a mind that makes pictures, I got a mind that just talks all the time. So what mind moves the chi? That's a really good question because it's not the cognitive mind, not the mind we use to think about things. It's our awareness. And when they use the word pure, the mind being pure, they're not talking about morality or religion. Hmm. They're talking about it's so pure, you can't see it. You look right through it. In Colorado here, we have a lot of lakes up in the mountains. And this is a perfect example of it. You go up on a ridge and you look down at the lake that's maybe, I don't know, 500 feet below you. And if it's a blue sky, you look down at the lake, the lake is blue. It reflects it. The surface does. If it's a gray sky, the lake is gray. It reflects the gray. If it's a sky with sun and clouds and whatnot, you, go, you look at the lake and it's got sun and clouds and whatnot. But in each instance, if I walk down the ridge and go to the lake's edge and look at it, you know what I see? The fucking bottom, the bottom of the lake. I don't see the lake. So that's that Buddhist idea that the mind itself is like clear. Yes, it exactly. Just, it reflects exactly. all this other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Clear. Yeah. The Buddhists clear. have some great Empty. words. It's empty. Yeah, clarity, lucidity, lucidity, and that's, that's the nature of stuff. But that's the mind we have, all of us. It's it's what they call the absolute mind compared to relative mind. Relative mind has to do with good and bad, right and wrong, up and down, in and out, yin and yang. Mm. And it's really neat. This relative mind, my mind, Lee's mind, the one I use all the time, it needs it needs a place to come from. It's called something that's phenomenal. We have phenomena in the world. Phenomenal things are things, basically. And uh, a metaphor for this is, if I have a tomato plant, the tomato plant needs the ground to exist, right? It comes out of the ground and it produces tomatoes. That's all I can do. So Lee's mind needs a ground to come out of. And the Buddhists have the term is, our mind, the relative mind, arises, is born out of the ground of being, they call it. The ground ah, of being. That's that source. That's kind of Tao, how Tao differentiates into the Tai Chi, then Bagua, yes. then myriad yes. things. Yes, and yes. So, so we'd let, we'll keep flowing into that, but I wanted to check back into Boulder. And when you guys were... You know, you guys sounds like Tai Chi and what would become Energy Gates was the main was the main source of study there. Did yeah. you guys ever also do like the what he would sometimes call internal Shaolin or Tang Shu Dao or anything like that? Or that was in Denver, I guess. That was in Denver. Yeah, yeah. we did the the I forget the name of the 
the Xingyi exercises. Mm. So you didn't, you didn't you didn't go to the classes up in Denver then? You only uh, did. Yeah, only, yeah, I went up there several times. Oh, okay. But, so you Yeah. Yeah, uh did he have like weekend workshops or something that you would go? I heard, I heard he did. Yeah. But I didn't attend didn't those overnight those ones. ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But no, I was, uh, we did a lot of, they did a lot of push hands down in Denver. Ah. And, uh, and of yeah, course, yeah. again, I was just, he as, likes that. Yeah. I, uh, back then, if you look at my elemental makeup, I was like metal on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you so you were doing yang style somewhere else and then just sort of training with bruce when you could is that no i when bruce came to town i i quit the 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 yes. shen, or the chen Menching, yeah chen Menching, thank you uh and actually the chen Menching teacher steve when i told him about bruce he started coming to the class <laughs> nice really yeah uh, uh, because i mean I had never seen anybody like Bruce. Yeah. You know, I, I was a fighter. I was in the military. I was a street fighter as a kid. Uh, they say he was pretty fearsome back then. And I saw the old video. He would do like the monkey stuff on the ground. He would do the high kicks. He was doing it all back then. Yes. Yeah. He was amazing. I mean, when I saw him do Bagua immediately, I changed my life. I said, I want to learn how to do that, man. <laughs> We all did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. And now we are. Yeah, yep. no doubt. Some cool stuff. Yeah, it's great. Cool stuff. So Boulder, let me think. Uh, so I, so I wrote like, okay, I started in '92, and at that point, your ex-wife yes, was, tra- yeah. was was training with Bruce. So I met yeah. her at the retreats, but you were off, I guess, training with other people and weren't. Um, doing stuff with Bruce at that point. And then I think you came back in around 98 or so. And that's 90, when, 96, 97, 97, I think. Okay, yeah. Anvil Ranch. Right. And that's when we met. So that yeah. there was, there was that, what, what happened in that, you know, 10 year period between that and what, what were you up to? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Was it, were you just working on the stuff you'd learned from Bruce or? Well, yeah, I was working on it because Bruce, uh, I had him teach me how to do the mud walk and change direction. Because I know you guys, you you mentioned to me at some point that you uh, you guys would meet up in Hawaii when you were living out there. Is that yes, yes? Uh, Sue, Susan Rabinowitz moved out there, All right. and nice. her and I put on a seminar with Kumar that was uh, basically for massage people, body <laughs> workers. You know, he taught them how to protect themselves and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, he came, Bruce uh, came to Maui once. Uh, I think it was in the late 80s, mid 80s. And that's when I first met uh, Craig. Craig was okay. like a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Still is. I think Alex had just been born. Right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. so I went over to Maui. I called him up. Uh, I knew he was coming and uh, took some privates with him. Ah, okay. Uh, is that where the infamous the elevator incident took place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the elevator incident. Uh, and the big thing I learned about him in Maui was, for the first time, was opening and closing joints. Ah, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I had learned uh, uh, the young long form from the Doom family. I studied with some okay. of the Doom people yeah, yeah, in yeah. Hawaii. 
Yeah, it took me almost five years to get the whole form because the guy that was teaching me, I would only catch him once in a while. He Sometimes he'd be on a street corner and I'd be on the other side. I hadn't seen him for like two or three months. And I go, George, George, what's the next move? <laughs> Across the street. And he would, she'd be on one side of the street and busy downtown Honolulu. I'd be on the other side. Uh, I'd get a move. Shake him down for a move. Yeah, shake him for a move. Get it however you can. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's great. So at the end of Boulder, that's – I think Eric Peters was telling us one day in, in Colorado, he kind of like just packed up shop and said, I'm heading back to China. I'm closing the school. Boom, I'm out of here. You remember that? Uh, I think I had left before then. And okay. I had left Boulder in December of 1980. Mm. Okay. And it was interesting. I was down on the mall. I had a buddy with me, and my whole life had been upended. I quit school. I ran out of money. And I had a ticket to Hawaii. There was a friend there. And I was going to go. And all of a sudden, Bruce was walking down the mall. And he came up to me. Uh, and at that time, I had a lot more reverence for him. Teacher. Hello, teacher. Of course. And, and he came up to me. And he asked me what I was going to be doing. I said, I'm moving to Hawaii. And he goes, I think you should be training or teaching veterans. You should be working with veterans. Oh, you know, he said that to me, wow. and I hadn't thought about that. Uh, and then he did this little job at the touch of my third eye, just went bap, turned around and walked away. What? And, I'm, and I'm fucking, like, having this fucking, uh, just manic fucking energy running through me. Goosebumps, and I had a witness. I said, look, look what he did to me. That's crazy. <laughs> That's what every student is hoping the master will give them the sign or something. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, he did that. Uh, wow. So it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a horse's ass sometimes. People go, hey, I hear you do Tai Chi. And I go, I don't do fucking Tai Chi. Yeah, what somebody told me, I don't do Tai Chi. I said, I am Tai Chi. <laughs> and all of us are. <laughs> That's why we like you, Lee. But I feel that way. <laughs> that's great so uh you mentioned something about me talking about the ceremony he did in denver oh yeah yeah he for the school blessing were you there at that event yes i was yes. oh wow heard about yeah. that yeah it was uh there was probably about 30 of us i guess and he had Bruce had on his uh, Dallas priest robes. Oh, yeah, this, wow. this is before he met Leo. Oh, wow. Okay? Yeah. And he started chanting. He chanted on and on and on, walking around with incense in Chinese, the chanting he was doing. And he opened up his lineage, he said, like, like a portal, a gateway to the lineage. And he took each individual person and had them come up and he introduced us individually to the lineage. Wow. We stood and the ceremony lasted for four hours. Two people passed out. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's standing there. And of course, you know, I didn't know how to relax. You know, I always held things, but yeah, four hours, and Same. my good friend Mitchell, he passed out, and I just managed to catch his head before it hit the floor. Oh, man. And some lady passed out, uh, and someone caught her before she hit the floor. 
you know, and then they just sat there. But uh, that was the, 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 the school thing, the blessing of the school, the opening of it at 4th wow. and Lincoln. Yeah. Did you guys do martial arts or was it just all standing or did he? It was just all standing, him chanting and taking one student at a time up to the, to the lineage where he had opened this thing up. Wow. And then he would do this whole, you know, blah, 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 for each person. So that's why it took so long. Yeah. <laughs> was it the same uh, songs that he sometimes sings in classes now? Oh, I, I wouldn't know. It's something like that. You know, the liturgies, I don't understand Chinese. But the liturgies, again, they're sound. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, something like that. But I couldn't swear it was the same thing. And, again, it was – this is – I used to say there were two Bruces, pre-Leo and post-Leo. Right, right, right. Because he started changing when he studied with Leo. How did he change? Well, I, something happened. I think uh, we, were, we were all up in uh, Brookline. Mm. And uh, – I forget what the hell we were studying, a couple of different things. Push Hands was one of them. But Bruce, somebody asked Bruce uh, how much he had changed in the practice. And, of course, Bruce says, oh, I, I've been pretty much the same my whole life. You know, and he says, where's Lee? Lee studied with me a long time. Tell him, Lee, what was I like back then? I said, well, you were a lot meaner. <laughs> and it shocked him. And he was because yeah. when he did martial art, he kind of like didn't really realize what was the power on the other end. I don't know. Or he just yeah. enjoyed defeating guys or something. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. But not. Uh... <laughs> I, yeah, remember... no, I... Huh? Oh, well, I was just going to say, I mean, even in the time that I met him, he's mellowed out quite a bit, you know, like um, Mikhail said, I, th I think this sort of sums it up that, you know, Back then, he didn't just want to show you. He wanted to do it to you. Yeah, oh, you know? totally. Yes. Right? Like, it wasn't just like, let me demonstrate. It was like, let me do it on you. You know, like, let me, you know. And so, like, 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 you know, like you, I was always the one that would, like, fall and, you know, volunteer to attack him and whatever. And I think that, you know, he's lost his luster for doing it you know like he used to really enjoy it now he kind of does it like reluctantly but you know he used to love it you know there was like a he would get this look in his eye you know just you know and uh, yes it's probably from having kids yes. but, you know <laughs> uh getting older probably from what i've lost kids. my lust for it too <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i remember up in uh up in brookline once it was a push hands class and so they wanted to film me with bruce pushing hands uh -oh. so bruce and i are pushing hands going around and bruce just kept turning it up and turning it up and turning it up and i was basically letting him do what he wanted you know and after a while he was slamming me i said fuck this and i slammed him a couple times yeah. back. <laughs> and then i think thomas was in there and he says, he broke it up like, hey, stop, stop. <laughs> and I said to him, let me see that. I said, let me see that. He wouldn't let me see the, what he filmed. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, he said to me, I, I mean, yeah. I've, done, I've done three things where it was just me and him and they filmed it. And I've never uh -huh. seen, never seen any of them. <laughs> you know, like it's. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's just in some vault somewhere, you know, like me get my me get my ass kicked. It's like, <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, and he, uh, he sometimes when we do martial arts, he goes from being the teacher to like actually, I don't know, just well, he's always still the teacher, but you can see he gets some of that fire back. Like when we were doing those Bagua sessions up in Berkeley, there's glimpses you know, that you were coming there, yeah. to, Lee. Like he'd sort of switch back into his old self a little bit and and get excited about the moves and get excited about whipping our butts and like you know all yeah, the training yeah. sort of would come back to him. <clears throat> you know, it's yeah. like a spigot. Like he turns on a little faucet in his head that the the training all flows back and it was like you could see him sort of recapturing that that era for the time you know that's what yeah, that, that was spirit. always a lot of fun yeah that 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 sparring spirit that inter- yeah. mixing up spirit I mean, yeah yeah it's uh yeah. the last time i think i saw him really like let loose was that time he kicked your ass at the party jess oh yeah because <laughs> yeah, he always likes the guys who volunteer to take the take the beating right like you lee or you isaac yeah. like if you go up he he respects that you know and so yeah. i i ended up doing the same and at his birthday party in fairfax one time he just me and isaac were doing some stuff in the backyard and he came out with his bottle of champagne and sort of <laughs> lumbered over and i could sort of see the shadow coming towards us and then like he just cut right in. he's like you guys are doing it all wrong and then he just went on one of those where he just demoed everything. He's like, this yeah, is Ching yeah. this is Bagua, this is Tai Chi, this is drawing. He just did it on me, just bum, bum, bum. I, like, I kept coming back for more, you know? <laughs> so he just kept unloading on me. And it, it, that was a beating I'll never forget. But it was really inspiring too and really set me on path to like, yeah. okay, this, this soft power, this, this whipping power, this, it's not tense, it's not clenched, but it had this severity to it. You know, even though it was soft, it was absolutely vicious, you know. <laughs> it was really, you know, when he cuts loose like that, it's a sight, it's a sight to see on the receiving end, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. And, and it's a learning experience. I mean yeah. transmitting at the same time, man. It's that, I yeah, think yeah. It's, uh pretty cool. And uh I asked Bruce about when we were pushing hands late a little bit after we were done. I said, Why were you kicking the shit out of me? He says, well, I wanted to make it look real for the camera. <laughs> there you go. If there's people watching, he doesn't, he doesn't want to lose. No. no. <laughs> you get that, that, that camera on him and he's, you know, something sparks up. No mercy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right back. I'm going to grab some water. Yeah. Hey, folks. Isaac here again. Uh, thanks for listening. That Again, that's the first half of the interview with Lee Birkins. If you want to hear the second half, you got to check out our Patreon. Um you can join for $10 a month and you can hit all the exclusive content on there, interviews, lessons, things like that. So check it out. Uh, link is in the bio as well as on our website. Uh, thanks for listening and take care.